the Fox show, um, you're listening, you're tuning in in your car somewhere, you're watching, you're wondering who are these guys, you know, I stumbled on, Christopher Walken's on the show, I'm not sure, is he? Maybe. <laughs> Falk are you? This is Connor Falk with the What the Falk Show. Another week, another guest, more interesting conversation to talk about in a witty conversational way. Usually these guests are in interviews, interview type format. So what do we have? We have people from entertainment, we have people from sports, from fitness, from the culinary arts, people who work in space, really anybody, any situation I could find, provide some witty conversational time in the boring parts of your day. Maybe you're stuck at work right now. Maybe you're in traffic in LA and you're thinking, I'm tired of hearing the same Falcon song for the 11th time in the last hour. Who are we sponsored by? Very thankful and very happy to be sponsored by Ferris Pizza. The best pizza for the best price with the most love in it in Bakersfield, California. And newest sponsor of the What the Falk Show, American Comfort Limousines. Do you like luxury travel? Do you do you like going nice places? Do you like being in a limo and having you know having a driver say, hey, would you like this, sir? Would you like that? It sounds pretty awesome. In over 550 cities, they can go ahead and pick you up. They have a 24-7 app online. You can get in the iTunes store. American Comfort Limousines. Join Team ACL and find AmericanComfortLimo.com. Here on the What the Falk Show this week, well, I, talk, I get to talk about things I love sometimes. So what am I going to do? I'm going to interview my clients closest friends who I'm in a draft fantasy football league with. This is personally my 13th season. I have a guest with me, Ernesto Casillas. He's a sales guru. He's a great, amazing guy. He's been in the league a long time. He's a very good competitor, so we're going to get to him in a second. What we're going to do is we're going to talk to the eight other players, as many who will answer the phone at this point on a Wednesday in Los Angeles, who will answer the phone and tell us what they think about their draft pick that we just did the draft and how they feel about their chances in 2016 in California Gamers. And what can I tell you? Well, this league has been going on since 2000. I got into it in 2003, and when I first started fantasy football, I knew nothing. And just like when I started started this radio and doing guests and whatnot. I didn't know much about anything, but I knew that I love the game. I knew that I love football. And since then, this is what, like I said, 13th season. And uh, it's probably one of my favorite things. And to get to connect with my friends who are getting older and having children of their own who are going to join the league and whatnot. And it's just a really fun thing to have. So people out there who are listening, going to provide some insight on who we're going to draft and what at what order we're at and kind of the surprise of getting that, who we're going to look into. We're also going to give you some relatable conversation when you talk to your friends about what pick you just got. Maybe you've already drafted, but if you haven't, you're going to talk to your friends about what pick you got and what you're going to do. So this is America. This is what the Falk show. And if you like this show, part of it, I think, is because you understand that I really like talking to people I talk to and I get to learn things from them. And hopefully you do as well, because on the same radio shows and shit like that, they just talk. How many times can we review Captain America Civil War? I don't know. But hopefully we talk about some football here. We have some conversation. You're like, hey, this is pretty cool. These guys seem pretty cool. You know what? They remind me of myself and my friends. Well, that sounds fucking awesome. And that's what the Falk. That's why the Falk usually listen to the What the Falk show. So my guests on the What the Falk show, sponsored by Ferris Pizza and American Comfort Limousines. Over 550 cities with 24-7 app online. Ernesto Casillas. Ernesto, first off, one thing that sets you apart is you are really good at sales, dude. I, I'm not even joking. You know how to sell people stuff. You could sell ice to an Eskimo. Just for an example, to show your value straight up, how much money do you think you've made for the companies, organizations you've worked over the years? In the last five years since I graduated from CSUN, Matadors. Cal State Northridge, shout um, out. I would say close to over a million dollars. Over man. a million mostly dollars. Mostly in cold calls. Okay. Mostly in calling people off of a list. Straight on up. Some lost Excel spreadsheet that was stored in the company files and like, you know... Uh, you know, the Batman archives, you know, yeah. like Batman begins, you know, yeah. Lucius Fox. Way down there. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm you, you know, you know, you're talking about when you're opening the show, you're talking about talk, loving to talk to people. Yeah. Well, that's part of my job. I get to go on visits. I interview people for, you know, I work for a small liberal arts college in Eagle Rock, California. I get to interview folks that went to the college. Some of them are politicians. Yeah. Uh, some of them are, you know, city officials, people that have gone on to, you know, own their own businesses, start million dollar companies, man. And I get to interview them. You do. You know, that's fun. Awesome. And you yourself, you have some experience. Obviously, if we talked about you put a phone in front of me the first time. You said, hey, Connor, talk to me about sports. Talk to me about what you like. Started with the Matador Fantasy Football Podcast. So again, shout out to Cal State Northridge. Then on to the set show, the Sports Entertainment Talk. So I wouldn't be here talking like this if it wasn't for this man right here, Ernesto Casillas. This man knows how to get value. He understands how to how to get you know, he calls people up and he says, Hey, Mr. Mrs. Would you like to donate to this organization? Maybe here are the reasons why. So he sees value in people. So part of fantasy football is seeing value in your draft picks and seeing the long game instead of the short game. You want to have the most balanced team? Sure. But don't you just want to win every week? You got to win 16 weeks, right? 
Dude, it's all about winning so you can get a chance in the playoffs. Because once you get to the playoffs, as you know, man, it's a crapshoot. So, yeah. Jay Cutler and Alshon Jeffrey could have 16 combined points in 10 seconds. Oh, my God. What's happened to me? Yeah. And you don't go to the finals. And you don't go to the finals because of that. So, here on the What the Fuck Show, as we said one more time, so you know some of the best sponsors out there. Ernesto, can I ask you a question? Do you like pizza? Dude, I love pizza. My son loves pizza. He's four years old. We go we go to eat pizza basically every other day. So you like a lot of pizza. With your son likes it as well. So a nice young kid loves pizza as well. Can I ask you something else? Do you like luxury? Do you like feeling comfortable and good in your space when you travel? Only first class, man. Only like, first, class. first class. Well, I'm glad you're on the What the Fox show right now. I can talk to you about American Comfort Limousine and Ferris Pizza. One's an amazing pizza place based for California. Literally the best pizza for the best price with the most love inside of it. And then we have Team ACL. We have American Comfort Limousine in Naples, Florida. They provide all the best luxury travel to over 550 cities throughout the country and a 24-7 online app. So do you like people who give really good marketing materials? Because that's what just happened. America. Thank you again. Here on the What the Fox show, now we're talking about California gamers. I've been in it since 2003 or four. My 13th season with some of my closest friends we got our draft picks we already did it i have the like we'll do we'll do our picks at the end okay so we're gonna go ahead and call some of our friends we're gonna people in the league we're gonna see how excited they are about what pick they have california gamers america what the folks show you listen to soundcloud itunes stitcher pod director my parents phone or the text message i just sent you thanks for listening here we go first up tony espinoza hits his this is his second year on the what the folks show he finished in third place last season should have never traded him lamar miller I'm currently not available at the moment, but if you leave your name, number, and a message, I will get back to you as soon as possible. So thank you very much, and you have a great day. Thank you. Well, Mr. Espinoza, this is Connor Falk of the What the Falk Show. We are calling you live to talk to you about your California's, California Gamers draft pick selection. You are number nine, so we want to know if we can go ahead and pencil you in for Des Bryant. And we got to say, Ernesto, wasn't that a very polite message right there? That was Voicemail? very polite, He man. seems like a very he's nice guy. Relationship it's too bad he's not good at fantasy, though. Otherwise, we would think he had more you know, more going right, on. Right. So I, I'm not afraid of him. I'm not going to trade him Lamar Miller this year. So Tony Espinoza did not answer, but he is number nine in California Gamers draft so far. So, so far at nine, Ernesto, who would you look at? Connor, at nine, I'm really looking at guys like, you know, it's it, it depends on, is Ezekiel Elliott there? Uh, did Julio Jones already get drafted? Uh, what about Allen Robinson? You know, you also have guys like Jamal Charles, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I know Le'Veon's missing the first three games, but it's about what you can get from him in those 10 games before the playoffs start. As you know, it's a week-to-week thing, and I think once he comes back, he is going to be a top five, six running backs. So, we need to you need to look at guys that give value. So you see some serious value there. Next up is Josh Spidell, number eight on the uh, on the draft station. Is this Josh Spidell? Yeah. This is Connor Falk with the What the Falk Show. Josh Spidell, we are here with the live draft. The results just came in. Can you go ahead and talk about you being the number eighth pick right now? Are you pretty excited? Uh, I I am because I would much rather be at the beginning or end of the round rather than stuck in the middle of like dumbasses. <laughs> That's I agree with you right there. See, I'm number two, so I'm you know I'm taking Odell or Antonio Brown. You at number eight. So are you looking at Josh? You know this is okay. So I started in 2003, 2004. We're talking about gamers first live. We're calling each of the teams and talking about how they feel about their pick. You've been in this league how long? You and I have been the same the same years. So I mean, God, is this? Uh, no, I joined like two years after you. Oh, you joined a year? Okay. It was shortly after you. Shortly like, after I think me. it was I was a freshman in college, or maybe my senior year of high school. Senior in high school, but you were still pretty good, right? You had some pretty early years, and you've kind of been, I'd say, one of the more consistent owners of this league over the last 10 years. Yeah, you guys made fun of me for taking Tom Brady first overall one time, and uh, he and I was the only one that ended up making the playoffs and made, I think I lost to the semifinals, though. Oh, okay, so you've been... on me for a while. So you've been thinking about that um, ridicule that you got from <laughs> yeah, your friends. I've, I've, all, I've, I've, I've kept it. But you're doing really good now. So I think, if anything, I could I could tell you you're welcome because I feel like this motivation has put you in success in not only fantasy football, but in the rest of your life. So, uh, Josh, let me ask you though. I mean, at eight, can I can you tell you like you know maybe some guys that you're thinking right now at eight? Are you going are you going QB? Because you know who's gone by then, receiver wise, running back wise. What are you thinking? I don't know. This league drafts very. Sometimes it's so different on how people draft that who I anticipate being there and who I'm like. 99% chance of this person being there because no one's going to do this. Someone takes him. Someone takes him. So it's pretty, it's just unpredictable. Or, or someone that there's no chance that he's going to fall to me is still there because someone reached out and grabbed, you know, 
A-Rod first overall. Oh my God, that would that would ruin it for me. Well, Josh, while I have you on, you've been a pretty successful owner. You're probably one of the ones I respect more, just because you're the you're the you're the last of the original ones who've been actually Miguel as well, the gamblers. But us three are the last of the original members, and we were still in high school, so drafting. So, can you give me like one or two guys that you just like overall? It doesn't have to necessarily be a first rounder, but just the guy that you just believe in this year. I'm I'm on the Langford train still. Jeremy Langford, he, okay. He hasn't looked good that. The offense hasn't looked good in the preseason by any means. But, you know, I, I play in a uh, PPR league, and he just racks it up from the backfield, mm. just kind of going back to just a utility back, one of the only three-down backs left that well that's shown in the preseason so far, outside of maybe Gurley and a few others. Um, so I'd go there. I was going to say Des Bryant prior to uh, Tony Romo's injury. Yeah. Prior to Romo going down, uh, Prescott. I mean, preseason looks good when he came in, you know, on short notice. But I mean, who knows what the hell happens there? At least he has that line to protect him. Yeah. So it, it sounds like a trend that you're going with with your drafting of running backs, at least, which I agree with. Which I want the listeners to focus on is that you like backs who get receiving as well, right? So backs who all around are going to be involved in the offense. Not only that, but like if I, I, one thing I genuinely hate are guys that getting getting vultured yeah. um, for the touchdown. So you know, Doug Martin falls for me because I owned him last year in the league, and he'd get a crack at it from inside the ten yard line or inside the red zone, get one or two shots at it, and then that was it. And not only that, but there's times where they go three straight passing downs with Jameis, and it was like, well the hell are you going to do? Exactly. Exactly. Well, Josh, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy man. I know you're probably on your way to listen to more episodes of the What the Falk Show, whether it's through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, or to go to Ferris Pizza, sponsor the show, or maybe you want some luxury travel and you're going to check out American Comfort Limousine. So you're probably on the way to that, but this is your opportunity. Another person in the league, Ernesto, took a year off after getting humiliated in third place game against me. He's back in the league. Do you have anything you want to tell Ernesto about what he can expect from your team, the Bruins, this season? Shout out to UCLA. Well, um, Definitely shout out to UCLA. We got a big game this weekend against A&M. Go Bruins! Uh, I would say, well, I haven't. We haven't drafted. I can't. I can't talk shit yet. You can't talk I need, shit. I need to draft first. Okay. I will say, Josh, I'm picking number seven right before you. Ooh, so yeah, it's gonna be close the whole draft. Whoever you're thinking about, he's mine. <laughs> yeah, I nice. know that's all. I, I figured you were on there, uh, and I saw the post of the draft order. So I'm trying to keep play everything close to the vest. I hear that. I, I hear that. Guys, yeah, people start snaking people that I want. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know. The, the only bit of advice I'd give anyone is reach to grab whoever you want. Let everyone else in the league talk shit, but yeah. get the team you want and that you can put out there and be, I don't know, happy with that you drafted. Because I've done the thing where I didn't want to reach on anyone and take their you know, only maybe a round above where I think they should fall, and they're either gone or I end up not taking them because something else. So, so, so if you really want somebody, if you if you really got a feeling, then you just have to go with your gut at certain points. You're saying, yeah, okay. But at the same time, stay flexible with your draft strategy. Like, yeah, you know, there's the whole kick on zero running back. You know, you're you start taking them in the third or fourth round. You get your Melvin Gordon esque players. Um, but I don't know. Melvin Gordon. So yeah. now I know you like Come Melvin Gordon. And Josh, you're not saying no. me, Connor Falk, the What the Falk Show, you don't think that I would actually use a format of my show to scout who you're going to draft? I would never do something like that. That is way too oh, efficient and American for me to ever do. Come on. America. Well, Josh Bidell, one of my closest buddies. I absolutely fucking appreciate you coming on the show, talking about you being number eight in California gamers. As the the uh, the uh, motto is for this year, Falk each of you may the best man win. So uh, I'll see you on the draft pretty soon, man. On Monday. Have a good night, man. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, you peace. Too. Later, guys. Okay, so that was Joshua Spidell, number eight pick. He is the Bruins in the league. So, Ernesto, how do you feel about that? You're talking to your first competitor. What do you think about Josh's strategy at number eight? What do you think he's going? Uh, Josh, I think he's looking at, I mean, the way he was talking about running backs and the passes are catching, I think he's maybe looking at Le'Veon, man. I mean, you Le'Veon, think so? yeah. even though he's missing, I, again, I already mentioned him, but he's missing those first three games, but he's a, he's a pass-catching 
running back. Look at how good Roethlisberger has looked in the preseason. He's already had passes thrown to him uh, from Roethlisberger. I mean, he, he's going to be a, a major weapon in the running game and the passing game. So he talked about dual threat running backs, and really Le'Veon is the standard, when healthy, mm-hmm. of dual threat running backs. What about Ezekiel Elliott? Ezekiel Elliott, I don't think we know enough yet. You know, I know you have your favorites. I have some of mine. We'll get to that. You and I will basically close this out with our picks. But next up, we're going to call Mike Begood. This is his second year in the league. Mike is a producer friend that I know from Shark Tank, and he works on other shows. So he is probably in the, in the uh, what is this, Marina Del Rey, the Silicon Beach area, working on a show right now. So let's see if Mike Begood can answer. Let's talk to him about his love for his draft pick this year. At the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. How you doing, Mike? This is Connor Falk, the What the Falk Show. You can reach me at one eight hundred Go Falk Yourself. Here on the What the Falk Show, we're talking about the California Gamers Fantasy Football Draft 2016. Mike, myself, and Ernesto Casillas, another member of this league, we just got over the, done with the phone. We called Tony; he's not available. We called Josh; he talked about his his excitement, his excitement and dread of being the number eight pick. So now we're trying to ask you, Mike, but good. You are the third pick in the fantasy football draft here in Gamers. This is your second season. When not working in entertainment, you do your best. Listen to What the Falk Show and have a good fantasy football team. So with the number three pick, Ernesto, I think he's looking. And whoever I don't take, so right, you, you know, Antonio's going to go number one. Antonio or Dell interchangeable number one and number two there. So I think at number three, people are going to be looking at maybe Todd Gurley or Adrian Peterson. Okay, Todd Gurley, Adrian Peterson, Mike. You can let us know later, maybe if you're going to take those guys. Regardless, good luck this season. May the Falcon best man win and go fuck yourself. And hopefully that man is me. Peace out. Okay, so that was Mike. Be good. So far, we got three members in. One is answered. People have busy lives, so I understand. But we're still leaving witty conversational messages on their voicemail so still going with the the creed that is the what the fall show you could find on soundcloud itunes stitcher pod director my parents phone and the text message i just sent you so next up let's go ahead and call uh matt riley matt riley or no what is this his his team name is the beast son i think something like that this is matt's third year in the california gamers a great fantasy football player let's see what's up with matt is this matt riley this is the one the one Matt Riley. This is Connor Falk, the What the Falk Show, Fantasy Football Draft Edition with California Gamers. I'm here with one of the other owners of the league, Ernesto Casillas. You are number ten you're the tenth pick, Matt. How do you feel about that? Oh, that's great. That's the third league on the tenth pick in this year. Oh wow. So you got you are I you guess need- I'll just keep the kings so okay now thinking about that while i have you on we're kind of do some informational conversation with listeners out there relatable conversation between friends who just found out what their draft pick is so at 10 if you have the same pick in multiple leagues are you kind of worried about putting too much into certain players right because if you're in three leagues and you take one guy and he's out i mean your fault well yeah but i mean one league's a different scoring system so but no you gotta ride your guys man you got to ride you guys. So who are you going with number 10, Matt? Who are you thinking right now? Well, that depends. <laughs> is it, some people are going to go ride receiver every early. You never know. What is what is your specific strategy? What would you feel best with? Like, What's best case scenario for your, your team at number 10? Uh, I'm going Gronk all day if he's there. You are going Gronk. Wow. Okay. Well, if- I, take, I take him... Any, anywhere from the third pick to the 10th pick, I'm going Gronk over everybody. The third pick to the 10th? T- what? <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Okay, here on What the Falk Show, we have the first What the Falk moment of this fantasy <laughs> football draft edition. Hey, let me just tell you this. Last year was a good strategy, man. Yeah. I placed in the top three in every league. Gronk won me the big money league single-handedly, and I took them ninth overall. Oh, okay. Well, that's some pretty everybody good... Everybody thought I was crazy. That's some pretty good feedback right there, actually. So, I mean, at number 11, then, are you... How high are you going to go QB, you think? Would you go try to take nab one of the best QBs right then, or would you try to see value-wise receiver running back? Because if you already took a tight end, then uh, you, you got to strike somewhere. Well, it just depends. Yeah, who's there? I mean, um, is there a top running back still because everybody's going receiver heavy? Is the top quarterback still there? You know, Cam Newton, A-Rod? It just depends right there. Well, who do you put more value on running back-wise? Do you put more value on Gurley or David Johnson there in the first round? I like David Johnson myself. That's just me. You like David Johnson yourself more. So how? Uh, now that now that Teddy's hurt, I think David Johnson takes over AP spot. Mm, I see because that. AP's going to be hurt. That's going to hurt AP. Okay, Riley. Well, have you? Well, I have you on here. We talk about the What the Fog Show, a love of mine, but also California Gamers, a love of mine. It's my 13th season. It's been going since the year 2000. This is your fourth, third, or fourth season in the league. How's how's your time been in this league? Is this probably can I hopefully ask? Is this probably one of your your more fun leagues that you're in? I know it's not the most money, but is competition strong? Yeah, it's, no, it's fun. It's it's 
it's getting more and more competitive, so it makes it more fun. Yeah, it's not just as top heavy as it used to be, like just me, you, I mean, and one other person. Yeah, no, and it's real nice when you could, you know, knock out the league commissioner in those playoffs <laughs> off some luck. You know, it's always good. Okay, well, hey, I, I have no problem with you talking some trash. I appreciate it, but thank you for saying the luck because <laughs> Tyler Eifer and Thomas Rawls go out in the first quarter. Like, what are you supposed to do? I, I don't. There's nothing I could do. So, yes, man. It. it uh, but um, I, unfortunately, yeah, it's the playoffs, man. Once you get into the playoffs, it's just it's anybody's game. It doesn't matter if you're sixth place or first place. It's just it's then luck yeah. is even more involved. So, here yeah. on what the fuck show. But uh, okay, well, Matt Riley, let me ask you this: How long have you been playing fantasy overall? Oh man, ten or eleven years. Ten or eleven years, and do you say like, do you like these daily fantasy leagues? Do you play a lot of DraftKings things like that? Uh, I play some, yeah. I mean, they're fun. They're not the same. Okay, nice. Okay, and what would you say is your favorite part of being on the What the Folk Show right now? Oh, it's probably just getting to talk trash to you, man. Getting to talk trash to you. Exactly. I appreciate it. Wait, this is Connor Falk, the What the Falk Show, California Gamers Draft Edition. Now, we just got over the phone. We're talking with Riley, the number 10 pick. Appreciate you being on, man. And good luck this Monday for the uh, California right, Gamers man. Fantasy Football Draft. America, Falk, yeah. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Peace out, bro. So that was Matt Riley, the 10th pick of California Gamers, a father, hard worker, great guy in Bakersfield, California, and a lover of football. Speaking of lover of football, I have Ernest Casillas with me, guest on the show right now. You, we have you. We haven't done your pick yet, but we're getting close. He's at number ten. Where do you think, kind of speaking for Riley, where do you think he's probably looking at right now? Well, Gronk is not going to go in the top nine because you know, yeah. this is a very competitive league. So if he wants he's Gronk, gonna, he's, he's going to get Gronk at number ten, and I think at number eleven, he's probably got a really good chance of getting, you know, Le'Veon Bell or Jamal Charles. Honestly, which, which, what do you? Would you be pretty happy with that? I, I would go for Le'Veon. I would go for Le'Veon again. I think, I think Jamal Charles really being undervalued. Um, yes, he has got an injury, but you know, same amount of injuries as backs like Adrian Peterson. And, yeah. You know, every running back is susceptible to injury. You can't really base your draft off of injury. You got to go with the best available. Talent. I just I don't know if I would take him even in the beginning of the second round. If he was there in the beginning of the third, I think he's great value for the talent. But I think tenth pick is 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 uh, it's tougher than people think, especially with how high I think in this league, California games that receivers are going to go. It's not PPR, but you do get bonuses for big points, big plays, and just with the trending of receivers scoring so much more the last few years. I think everyone just understands where the game's going. So there's those few running backs. Next, we have uh, JP Ramirez with the number one pick in California Gamers, his second season in the league. I'm going to talk to him about his what draft. What the fuck? This is JP Ramirez. You're on You're on the What the Fuck show right now. California Gamers Draft Edition. Your pick is in. You're the number one pick this year. I think you were number two, one or two last year. It's your second season. Who are you picking, man? What the fuck? Um, kind of put me on the spot here. That's the point. There uh, we go. America. Well, obviously, uh, <laughs> crossed my mind to uh, Antonio Brown. Okay. First inclination. Yeah. How do you feel about receiver, though? Are you, are you willing to take a receiver number one? I'm. I'm. Uh, you already know I'm a running back guy. I know that you didn't are. Bode well for me last year, so uh, you know well, I'd have to go away from that strategy. Your team, though, I think the listeners need to understand that you just had some really bad injury bugs in the in the beginning of the season, man. But at the end of the year, I think you hit off like four straight wins. You had Russell Wilson, who ended up being a huge fantasy quarterback. So I think your tale was kind of an idea of how even if you get hot late, those first few weeks do matter. They're so important, right? So you just you got to get a W every week, no matter no matter what you're waiting for. I'm not going to lie to you, Todd Gurley, being a Rams fan. My heart says Gurley. My head says Brown. Your heart says Gurley. Your head says Brown. Now, this is your second season in California Gamers. Do you? Would you say, has this been one of the more competitive leagues you've played in so far? Uh, yeah, I told you I've been in that uh, the other league for a number of years. Yeah. I actually finished in uh, in fourth place, lost in the uh, the semifinals, uh, did, not, did not come out on the top with the money uh, in the other league. In your league, I think I finished in... This I, I had a, I had a run at the end didn't I didn't I get into the playoffs and stuff No I I think you uh I think you finished well you finished around like nine or ten but what you did is you killed it in the NIT version of the California Gamers in the tournament Oh yeah that's right And I think yeah. you pulled off some wins so you still got some good recruits from next season you have some momentum coming in at number one you're looking at Antonio Brown or Todd Gurley now does one of the number one QBs or maybe a David Johnson even even go into your mind at all or is that not even a consideration Oh that's that's so far from where uh, I might as well draft a kicker if we're talking to okay. madness. 
Okay. Okay. Well, I'm obviously going to have you on the show again. I at least have you on what the fuck you've been on before. We talked about your love of the Rams. Talked about some great TV discussion and things like that. Now, you work in an education. If you wanted to educate some of the listeners out there, the point of this episode is to provide some relatable conversation. You know, friends in a league together, good friends are calling, learning about their pick and kind of on the spot, like, okay, what are we going to do about it? So people listening out there on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Director, that's what the fuck you're getting out of this. So Joseph P., in terms of educating the listeners, who are some guys that you just like this year overall? You just feel good about. Uh, I'm. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like there's some really uh, valuable sleeper picks at the quarterback position. That's why I'm not too heavy on drafting quarterback early because I feel like there's going to be at least two or three quarterbacks down the line that are, are that people are not really expecting um, to do big things. Um, I'm, I don't. I don't want to name any names. Just give me one. Give away my. Just one, dude. There's no Connor Falk. I would never call and use the, and use an agenda to use my show not only to record good content um, but also scout your team. I would never do anything like that. So come on. That's come uh, on. that's questionable um, uh, as, as to your strategy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I I looked at the Cowboys. I feel like um, you know, obviously Ezekiel Elliott's going to be a, a. I feel like as a as a top ten running back. Okay. I would never. Uh, think that he would go out of the first round, but if, if he lasts to the second round, I feel like somebody's going to get a steal there. Um, and he just looks so good in the preseason know. so far, right? So you kind of have to at that point. Yeah, Dak Prescott. I mean, I, I feel like he's he is his ceiling is so high right now. His potential is is infinite this this season. I feel like he's going to be the second coming of you know, like you mentioned, Russell Wilson or. You know, just a mobile quarterback with an amazing arm. I feel like Kaepernick, his first year in the league, when he just blew our minds with with his athleticism. So um, it probably helps in his first season that the defenses haven't haven't don't really have much film on this guy, kind of like Kaepernick. Yeah. So they don't expect, they don't exactly know his his norms and his nuances in terms of what he's going to do on the field. So it's harder to scout. So speaking of scouting, Joseph P, you on the What the Fuck Show, you have the number one pick. I appreciate if you just taking a few moments because we're going, we're calling everybody and letting them know their pick. I'm going to have you on the show again. But one thing I want to use to add some education to the listeners again, you're always my friend, you know, the married friend, great father, nice house, who can tell me what's the good reality show for couples to watch out there so for any woman who boyfriend or girlfriend forced them to listen to this can you give me that one show that we are not watching right now that we, we should oh jesus do you want me to go with reality tv uh yeah go with that guilty pleasure just give me one. Oh god um we watched uh oh jesus it's on mtv it's called uh are you the one okay it's uh it's a matchmaking show i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna in good conscience recommend that but i'm gonna tell you one show that everyone should be watching right now and it's on hbo i'm just gonna come right off the cuff right now the night of. and tell you that the night of yeah is the best show i saw this year so well of course i watch it and i thought it was awesome the ending i don't know yeah. i know yeah. okay well i don't want to spoil it earlier, but they leave a lot of strings untied don't they yeah but like usual and we also talked about the leftovers last year how much you love the left that season two is that still not one of the better seasons you've seen ever <laughs> yes me too. Me too. Okay, man. Hey, I fucking appreciate you being on the show. And the number one pick. I'm and the number one pick. There you go. So you're taking Odo Beckham Jr. There we go. And with the Falk Show, we heard it first. He's taking Odo Beckham Jr. Thank you, J.P. Ramirez. Bye. Okay, so that's J.P. Ramirez and with the Falk Show with the number one pick. So far, we got through J.P. Ramirez at one. We've called Mike Begood at three. We've called, we can't call Miguel because he's working on Below Deck, a show on Bravo Mediterranean out in the Mediterranean right now in Croatia to be exact. He's actually at Bravos, where they film Bravos and Game of Thrones. That's where he's at right now. So pretty awesome. Shout out to you, Miguel. We haven't, we're gonna, you know, we have Josh at eight. We called him, talked to Josh where he's going. Tony wasn't available at nine. Went ahead and left him a voicemail. We got Riley at 10, who's looking at Gronk, probably gonna take Gronk. So we got two more people to call here on the What the Falk show. So let's get this over with. We got, actually, we have a Ben Clawitter, one of the also original members of this league. He has the number five pick, one of my Bakersfield local friends. Let's see if he's available right now. He's a busy man as well, usually listening to What the Falk Show on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher, or uh, checking out the What the Falk Show on Facebook, Twitter, um, or SoundCloud at my WTF show. Nestle, having a good time? Sounding a good time, man? Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah. I got drafted here at six, you know, getting ready. Yeah. Get fucking prepared. Get fucking prepared. Hi, you breached Ben with Paradise Landscape. Uh, please leave me a message, and I'll get back to you shortly. 
Ben from Paradise Landscape. This is Connor Falk with the What the Falk Show. Calling about the California Gamers draft pick order, which just came out here on the What the Falk Show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory. Sponsored by Ferris Pizza and American Comfort Limousine. Mr. Clawwitter, we have you here right now, and you are number five. So here you go. You're going to listen to this voice and say, hey, who is this nice hearing fellow that I hear? Oh, that's my friend Connor from back home, Bakersfield. But also, I have the fifth pick. So I'm going to go ahead and pencil you in for maybe David Johnson or who could we get for him at five, you think? Probably Todd Gurley, Adrian Peterson. Todd Gurley, I mean, Adrian Peterson. I think you're looking at Antonio, uh, Odell, Julio, and then AP and Gurley, man. That's your top five. AP and Gurley. And Ben, that is Ernesto Casillas. He's played in the league before, so you know him as well. Uh, Ernesto, anything you want to say to your fellow competitor? Uh, be prepared to lose. Be prepared to lose. Connor Falk, with the Falk Show with Ernesto Casillas. Ben Clawwitter, you are the number fifth pick. Uh, go Falk yourself, and thanks for Falk and listening. Peace out. Okay, so that was Ben Clawwitter with the fifth pick. Now, next up, we have the last person that we're going to call before you and I discuss our picks, and that is Amber Aguino. How did Amber do in the season, uh, the league last year? She did pretty good, actually. She was second place, so she had some solid players. I believe she had Jonathan Stewart on her team. Um, so the first female tore we've ever had in the league, and she just tore it up. So we're a very progressive league, as you know, yeah. and uh, you know she did really good, but I hope I can fucking beat her this year. So let's see what happens. You're on with the Fox Show. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Yeah, I'm going to have to forward that fan auto draft for her. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. This is Connor Falk with the What the Falk Show, trying to call you about this California Gamers Draft Order Edition, which just came out. You are the fourth pick, but I see you diverted my phone call. So if you're not at the DMV or the doctor or at work, second place last year, here you go, fourth place this year. Let's hear about who you're going to take. Who do you think she's going to take it for, Ernesto? At number four, you're looking at either Julio or Gurley, man. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and pencil you in for probably Julio or Gurley, or maybe David Johnson at four. Depends on what you want to do, Amber, here on the What the Falk Show, presented by SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, and sponsored by Ferris Pizza and American Comfort Limousine. Thank you, Amber, and I will see you on Monday for the Fantasy Football Draft. Okay, Ernesto, now we've called all the people that we can. The people have answered. These people are busy, obviously. Miguel is across the country. So we have you first, and you are the seventh pick. So, Ernesto, at number seven, Top of your head when you first think about who are you going? I'm actually pretty happy with the seventh pick. It's a lucky number, so uh, Falk you. I hope to beat you this year in the yeah. Gamers League. Uh, I, I did lose at the end of 2014 uh, to you in the semis. I never forgot it. So I didn't. Thanks for bringing uh, it up. Still, still burns it. to this day. But I actually have you know the seventh pick in another league. So at this position, I'm actually pretty happy with it. You're either looking at maybe Ezekiel Elliott, who um, I kind of agree with your friend there, Dak Prescott. He's going to provide. You know, they're going to have to you know do QB spy with him. He's going to provide a different element with his been able to run, run the play action. Uh, so I think Ezekiel, he's going to have a lot of potential in the passing game. But also, dude, I'd be very happy with DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. You know, I think Julio is a top three, top four pick. But again, he's he's susceptible to injury just like everybody. Uh, but DeAndre Hopkins is a guy who had a huge season last year with not a lot of, you know, pretty much with C-level quarterbacks. You know, Brock Osweiler might be a C plus B minus level quarterback, but I still think he's going to have a huge year. So, from what you're saying, number one, um, you don't have any issue with taking a rookie running back who hasn't had any regular season time in the top seven picks. Uh, absolutely not. As we always talk about, if this was Space Jam, man, and they were, you know, I mean, like, who do you want on the team? You know, you want the best individuals. Ezekiel Elliott's obviously a guy who's going to be involved in that office, huge, and uh, he's looked great in the preseason. So you like Ezekiel Elliott. One person we're going to answer here. This is my woman, uh, Kyra Criestis, the woman of my that I love. Kyra, you're on the What the Fox show right now with Hina Nessica Casillas. We're doing a draft California Gamers edition. We've called all the people in the league and told them what pick they have. So I just want to ask you, why is it that you think I'm going to have the best season this year at Fantasy Football, baby? <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you, I babe. think you're going to have the best season because it's your birthday and you should have the best season because you're Connor Fox. And because you do your research. Yes, baby. I do my Falcon research. So, babe, would you say that you feel like the world would be better off if I did go ahead and take the title home this year, right? Would you agree? Can you say that one more time? Would, would you think the world would be better off if they donated to your GoFundMe, obviously, but also if they went ahead and let me win this year? Don't you think the world would just be a better place? Well, I, I would say that it would be a better place if they did donate. However, my project just got funded. It did. Congratulations. So. Congratulations, baby. Thank you. Yeah, it just got funded, and I'm really happy to hear that, and... 
I'm sorry I'm taking over your doc show. No, you're doing fine, baby. Let me ask you, right, just while I have you on, if it's okay, we talk about your project of what you did. You're a fifth grade teacher, you're an amazing person, amazing woman, and even more important, you're an amazing educator. So what did you do? You tried to get a, a project set up for your students. What exactly were you doing there? I was asking donors choose to see if we could set up a project so that my kids could have access to a class set of books because a lot of my kids don't have books at home, and it mm. would just be so helpful if the kids were able to have access to books at school and as a first, well, now I'm a second year teacher, it's hard to have all these materials ready for the kids. And as a teacher, I spend a lot of money and it just helps out that I got funded and now my kids do have access to more books. Well, baby, not only because I love you and I love to hear the sound of your voice, but I appreciate you being on right now because what you're talking about is very valuable for anybody listening out there. You have a good educator like yourself. You have Ernesto here who is a father and here's a great... I, I work in higher ed, so I really appreciate that. I fundraise money for scholarships. It's a very noble cause. Yeah, and, but our priorities need to shift where people, these teachers shouldn't have to spend so much money out of their own pocket to provide for these kids, right? Oh, absolutely not, man. We got we have so much funding for things like this. We just got to shift the focus. That's shift it. the focus, but baby, I'm glad when you went ahead and used the donors choose and it sounds like it works. So one of those times where technology being as progressive and forward as it is now being helpful for you in education and for these kids overall so they're gonna get some awesome books some awesome projects some great fun baby i love you i know i'll hopefully i'll see you soon i uh, we're gonna go ahead and finish this episode i'm gonna go ahead and hang up now okay okay uh can i tell you one thing yeah what's up um i'm not gonna make it by 5 30 okay okay that's good to know baby okay i'll see you in a bit i okay. love you i fucking love you too bye bye so it's now the folk. This is the girlfriend edition. So now there's the girl. This is all just my friends and the girlfriend edition of the folk show. So Ernesto at seven, you talked about Ezekiel. You're okay with the fact that he's a rookie. My next question I wanted to ask is, since you have seven in other different leagues, do you worry about putting too much in like certain players? Because if you have multiple leagues, they get hurt. Then you're you're screwed not just once but like twice. Uh, you know, I, I think you know it depends on the level of money and investment I'm putting into that league. I, I think I'm really just looking at best available player. You know, yeah. Uh, like one of your other friends said, I think it was Riley. You know, sometimes you go into the or actually it was Josh. Sometimes you go into the draft with a strategy. You know, people take players ahead of you. You know, what if what if someone's taking Jamal Charles, Adrian Peterson, Todd Gurley? I mean, you never know who's just going to go. Uh, but at number seven, I really do feel comfortable with taking Ezekiel and Hopkins, even if they're on other teams that I have that I'm, you know, trying to win. PPR, non-PPR, regardless, you take them there. Uh, PPR, you're obviously going with Hopkins. You know, PPR, top, Hopkins is a top four or five guy. Just, in, just he's going to be the number. He's got 110 catches next season if he stays healthy easily. And you do see Osweiler as a as a plus, as a addition, as a positive compared to Brian Hoyer last season. I mean, as a Texans fan, when Arian Upgrade. Nation was on, you know, when Arian was on the team, Arian Foster, they had Matt Schaub. I mean, the Texans really haven't had a solid quarterback the last two, three seasons, but they have a Seattle, they have a Denver type of defense. Yeah. I think they can plug in Osweiler. I think he is an upgrade if he can stay healthy. Guy maybe can throw 25 touchdown passes, 3,500 yards. Are you worried about Lamar Miller taking carries and points away from DeAndre Hopkins? Because they paid him a lot of money, so you got to think he's going to be involved in the offense. I think it is, but like you mentioned, you know, we're coming more to a passing league. What if the Texans are, you know, they're going to be down some games, they're going to need to throw the ball. Yeah. They just gave Osweiler a huge contract, I believe about close to $18, $20 million. So they're going to rely yeah. on that guy to sling the football. So if anything, the fact that they're running back might be more productive might actually open up the offense for a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. Absolutely. Now, speaking of opening up, we go to where I am, Falcon football. At one point, I think I was a 4 time champion finalist i won one of those years so i lost a lot but four years there was only falcon football in the championship last season i lost in the semifinals the last two years i know what the fuck i'm doing i've been playing a long time number two pick i've never i don't think the last i can't even remember last time i had the number two pick i'm usually always like a five and below kind of guy never had the number one pick in gamers or really any league so at number two why don't you before i go why don't you tell me who do you think i'm looking at number two I mean, I, I told you recently, I, I had a draft that was number two. Um, I think you're really looking there. You're really only looking at Antonio, Odell, or Julio. You know, I think I think the question there at number two is, do you take Odell? Do you take Julio? Do you go against the norm? Do you take a running back? Do you take Gurley? Do you take AP? I mean... Who is the next... Who is the best rated running back to you? Who's number, number one? Number one rated one running back to me is... Man, that, that's very tough. It's got to be Adrian Peterson or Todd Gurley. Yeah. Um, I think just based on talent, just based on physical ability. Now, Adrian Peterson, now does he drop a little bit because of Teddy Bridgewater dislocating his knee? I mean, that just happens, so... I, you know, I'm not so sure. I mean, if anything, it obviously gets him more carries, right? But then if they give him too many carries, he's going to get injured. But I think Adrian Peterson is just one of those guys who, you know, he's going to have 1,300 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns this season. 
It will affect his ability. They're obviously going to stack the box a lot more. But let me ask you a question, Connor Falk, on your Falcon birthday on What the Falk Show, sponsored by Ferris Pizza and Limousine. American, American Limousine, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> That's good. Who do you uh, think – do you think the Minnesota Vikings will make a trade for Colin Kaepernick, plug him into that team? And if they did, in this Falcon reality world that we're, world that we're looking at, could the Minnesota Vikings still be a Super Bowl contender? I don't think Colin Kaepernick is an upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think Colin Kaepernick is a Band-Aid. I think Sean Hill or basically Geno Smith or Mark Sanchez is just as good, so you don't have to trade a lot for Colin Kaepernick. I think I don't think the Niners get rid of him. I think he ends up being the starter. He's just more physically talented than, than uh, Blaine Gabbert. And over this offseason, in OTAs, looked like Blaine Gabbert had the offense and people respected him. But now, in the preseason, he just does not perform up to the level that's required. So Colin Kaepernick has more talent. They're going to put him in first. They're paying him more money. Colin Kaepernick is going to be the starter of the 49ers. Now, for me at number two, I think I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm looking at a receiver. And I can't go too much because the, the number one pick is going to listen to this because he was on it. <laughs> Thank you, JP Ramirez. And here on the What the Falk Show. Well, um, let me ask you. So, obviously, from my point of view, at number two, it's either Odell and it's Julio. Give me your analysis maybe, on each guy. Maybe it's Odell or Julio. Give me your analysis on each guy and, and who you would take. Analysis on each guy. One, pros for Antonio Brown. Extremely hard worker. Being drafted so late from a small school, the guy has a chip on his shoulder. Guys like that always do well. He's going to work as hard. You don't need to motivate him. Extreme level of physical talent. Very soft hands. Some of the softest hands in the league. His route running has gotten better each year. So those are some physical abilities right there that just can't be coached. Next, he's in a very high productive offense with Ben Roethlisberger, offensive coordinator Todd Haley, in division against the Browns who have a poor defense, against the Ravens who have a poor defense. You know, So there's a few teams in that league that are just are not going to be a very good play. And I think because of that, he has a high percentage to get a lot of balls. Like, Is he going to get double covered? Yes. But with the production, he doesn't have an injury history. The guy is 136 catches. 136 last catches. Season. The guy's just too good. The production's there. So in your first round, you want really you want the safest pick, like a guy who's gonna score. You need at least like 12 to 15 points a week, depending on who it is. You know, you need to be able to rely on that. So in that way, I'm going Antonio Brown. Now, Odo Beckham has a lot of the same traits. He's physically immensely talented more than other people just from birth. Okay. His hands are huge. He has very sticky hands. He's maybe next to Antonio, maybe he has the best hands in the league, actually. His burst and his speed is actually more than Antonio. He reminds me of a Steve Smith. Like he runs like his hair is on fire or that he's being chased by somebody. He just has so much speed. But for Odell, the only things that I worry about is the Giants offense has not looked very good in the preseason. How does that translate? But then Odell is also in division with some pretty bad secondaries with the Eagles, with the Cowboys, with, well, he got Josh Norman, who's his rival, but Josh Norman for me is more of a systematic cornerback. So I think he can have kind of a down year. So it comes down to those guys like that. And then you have, you have obviously Julio Jones. I have to consider a really talented player a passing offense who's going to try to air that ball out a lot. I had to think about David Johnson, second-year player in a very good offense. So, so you're telling me you take Odell over Julio, who led the league in uh, receiving large last year with over 1,800 yards. He also led the league in targets with over 200 targets yeah, last year. Yeah, so I can't, as of right now, I can't tell you that I would for sure. So I want to know your Falcon strategy. I'm not going to Falcon tell you any of my strategies, so I'm going one of those guys. But while I'm here, I want to go ahead and talk about just some guys that I like. We went ahead and asked, and I'll ask you next. We talked about some guys that we just really like this year. So for me, some guys that I just like that I want on my teams. One is a Jeremy Hill. I think in his third season now, he actually has led the league in touchdowns the last two seasons. First rookie guy to do that in his situation. So wow. pretty impressive. Do I think the Bengals are going to have a down year? I do. I think it's kind of one of those implosion type years. But I think Jeremy Hill still has a lot of value. I like Deshaun Jackson. Put a lot of points in Philadelphia. Had some good games last year before his injury. In a contract year. So people want to make money. No more motivation to say, where am I going to work next season? Do you think the Redskins can are going to maybe take a step forward this year? That Can they still make the playoffs and win that division? Well, they finished off the season as a playoff team. So okay. I think they're as good as that. And I think they could be even better. I think they're. I think I believe in Kirk Cousins. Ever since Washington from Michigan State, he looks like an NFL quarterback. The way he throws, the way he hands the ball off, the way he gets out of the huddle. The guy does all the nuances. He loves the game. He's dorky as hell, but he loves the game. So that's good. Next up is Garrett Blount. Now the guy who punched people out in Oregon against Boise State. He's going to get the ball a lot. Those first four games, especially, they're going to run the ball. He's going to score touchdowns. To me, fantasy football is about who scores touchdowns. is how you score the most points. So I'm more of a TD tracker than I am a yards tracker. Those first four games, he's going to run the ball a lot. Deion Lewis being out again. Even when he comes back, you don't know about his health. James White is more of a receiving threat. I think LeGarrette Blount is going to get a lot of touches this year. Now, a guy that we both like that we can talk about as well is uh, Keenan Allen, received for the Chargers. Yo, Keenan Allen had an, an explosive beginning to the season last year with Phillip Rivers. I mean, being a somewhat Chargers fan, I had Phillip Rivers in a lot of leagues last year. Um, he was just constantly getting like 
15, 16 targets per game, yeah. getting 10 to 12 catches. Uh, another guy who has sticky hands, probably really an undervalued receiver in the league because he did get injured at the end of last season. Uh, but I think Keenan Allen is a, is a receiver that you can lock in for 100-plus receptions this season. Okay, Keenan Allen, the Chargers, he agrees as well. Next two guys for me that I just believe in, Allen Robinson, receiver, has been productive every time he's been healthy. Great player, as you see, he's just tearing it up in the preseason, making catches that just show he can do things that other guys just can't. No matter the coaching, no matter the scenario, he can just do things other guys can't. You know who he reminds me of is Jordy Nelson. Every time you see an Allen Robinson highlight reel, it's for like an 80-yard touchdown or a 40-yard touchdown or a 50-yard touchdown. He's always making big plays. Like young Jordy Nelson in the years, but I can tell you, I think he's even faster and has even more ability than Jordy Nelson. So I think the sky's the limit for this guy out of Penn State in his third season. And next is Eddie Lacy. He's been productive every season except last year. There's a lot going on, weight issues. The offensive line is very poor for the Packers. They lost Jordy Nelson. So again, a lot of the offensive weapons put a lot more pressure on him. He couldn't handle it. He's been very on the fitness train this season, getting more in shape. He's been very productive in the uh, the preseason. So I can't not look at a guy who reminds me of Steven Jackson who's going to get carries and catch the ball. I mean, do you not think that he's going to, he's definitely going to bounce back here. We can at least agree with that. I think the Packers offense itself is going to have a whole uh, bounce back season this year. I think Eddie Lacy does take a step forward. And, and you know, something I wanted to ask you, what do you think about Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams was going in like the third or fourth round last yeah. year. And he's probably going to fall pretty, I mean. Yeah, I took him in the sixth or seventh last year thinking that he was going to be pretty solid. I had no reason not to. Just tore it up at Fresno State. I had a pretty solid rookie year. With a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, you see success, but uh, just couldn't. He got ankle injuries, just couldn't get timing with it. And A-Rod will help you out, but after enough time, he's he's not going to throw the ball anymore. So I think Devontae Adams probably will have a bounce back season, but am I going to draft him? Most likely not, because there's a lot of hands that are back. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, uh, the uh, Montgomery, the guy from Stanford, so a lot of guys. Now, just, Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy. Okay, Lacey. just quick, some dynasty guys. You talked about leagues of guys you should... So people listening out there who are dynasty leagues, when you get keepers, so guys you want to draft really, really late, who could have serious value this come this time next year. DeAndre Washington, rookie running back for the Raiders, just looks like a better player than Latavius Murray. He's having a good preseason. Next is Devin Funch, just second-year receiver for the Carolina Panthers. He's got a lot of physical talent. I think that if he can take advantage of that and is really working hard, as they're saying in the offseason, I think he's going to be a pretty solid player. Next is Jameis Winston. Let me ask you, what do you think? I think Jameis Winston is going to have a huge plus year. I think he's going to be one of those four fifth-round quarterbacks come next year with the young core around him offensively. Do you agree? I completely agree. I think this season you're going to see him get into the end zone more with some runs. I think the overall the offense is going to be getting better. Mike Evans had actually a down year last year. I think that that he's going to have a breakout season again this year. And I think Jamin Winston and that offense overall is going to go up. It's going to go up. Okay, next for me is uh, Tyler Boyd, a receiver, a uh, rookie out of Pittsburgh, playing for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, since they don't have Muhammad Sanu, since they don't have Marvin Jones, the guy's just been very productive. He's very productive in college. Usually those guys do cross over. They just know how to catch. They know how to score. They're just gamers. He's a gamer. I think by this t- this time come next year, he's going to be a pretty solid play for that team because A.J. Green has had injury histories. You know, he's had in- in- issues in the-, in the past and things like that. So I think Tyler Boyd is a guy to look at for dynasty leagues. Obviously, these are just reaches out there that you look at. Got- what about, you know anything about Corey Coleman, the, the wide receiver pick that the Browns took? For the Browns, out of Baylor. Um, another Baylor receiver who have been okay. So you got Kendall Wright, you got Josh Gordon, you got Corey Coleman, all big threat kind of guys, slot receivers. I think if Josh Gordon can be consistent, Terrell Pryor and both those guys, he could be a very solid slot receiver, but that means we're asking for what? We're asking for RG3 to be a very consistent, healthy for the whole season season and be a very productive fantasy quarterback. I actually think, to start off, because I don't have any reason to think that, that Josh McCown would actually add more value to Corey Coleman because him being less mobile, he's going to be there more for those inside routes for the slot receiver. So Corey Coleman someone to look at. Guys that I just don't like this year, I don't like Des Bryant. Dak Prescott, I don't know. You can't tell me to draft somebody high where I don't know about the quarterback yet. He has foot issues. I don't know how a receiver could have foot issues and be good. Another guy with foot issues, receiver, I just don't like. I guess all these guys are receivers mostly who don't have issues, who do have issues. Um, Julian Edelman, he's having issues all offseason. He's been very, he said, very hard catches. Very, very small receiver. Small man. receiver, some big hits over the year. He's tried so hard. Eventually, that effort, you have to pay for that effort. Look at Wes Welker. He can barely walk around now. Alshon Jeffrey, how many soft tissue injuries can you get? The Bears just look awful right the Bears just look awful Alshon Jeffries had a hamstring injury since he's entered the league it seems like is, is there a point that you would actually want to take Alshon Jeffrey where do you see value with Alshon Jeffrey in man the I'm not touching Alshon Jeffrey in the first three rounds if I can get him at the mid or end of the fourth and I already have two stud wide receivers and a stud running back 
I might reach for him in the fourth. But like you said, that Bears offense does not look good this season. I think Jay Cutler takes a huge step back, and I think the Bears are in rebuild mode. Bears in rebuild mode. Okay, next here on the What the Fuck show, some of these guys I don't like. I also, as I said, Gurley, I mean, I'm taking Todd Gurley. I'm not going to take him in the first round because, dude, they're not going to have any kind of production on offense passing-wise. So he's, he's not, when they're down 22-0, to he's not going to be able, they're not going to run three downs. So I don't know where their production is going to come from. I don't think he's going to meet his ADP of being a top six, seven pick. Next, Justin Forsett, a career backup on different teams. Finally had a shot a few years ago, had a good season. Last year, he gets injured. The Ravens are just a mess for me. Mm-hmm. In terms of rookie linemen, in terms of injuries, I don't really want to mess with the Ravens. The only person I like on the Baltimore Ravens is Kamar Aiken, receiver, because they're down so much. I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. So, Ernest Casillas here on the What the Falk Show. Can you just give me a few guys that you don't like? A few guys I really don't like this season. Uh, guys that I'm trying to stay away from. Um, guys like Devontae Freeman. I, I think a guy he really trailed at the uh, t- he really trailed off towards the end of last season those last eight games um, the reason he did end to finish the number one running back last season he had like two games in a row with three rushing touchdown very rem- very reminiscent of Ladanian Tomlinson I doubt the guy is really going to repeat that this year I would not take Freeman even in the first two rounds if you can't get Devonte Freeman at the beginning of the third and you went wide receiver in the first two rounds okay I see the value then uh, but he's not going to be on one of my teams uh, another guy I'm staying away from, um, this might surprise some people, is Cam Newton. I know Cam Newton had a huge season last year. He pretty much carried me to the semifinals uh, where I later lost. But, um, you know, very similar to Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck two years ago had a breakout season, came back, had a slump, got injured. I'm not saying Cam Newton's going to get injured. I just think, you know, they went all the way to the Super Bowl. They lost the Super Bowl in a very embarrassing fashion. Uh, they've won that division for two, three years in a row now before no one had ever won that division in multiple years like forever yeah so i think the panthers are just going to take a step back and you'll see either the saints or the falcons reclaim that division and in history the teams that lose the super bowl haven't always come back and had the great year at least not the same success obviously uh we actually just got a text from amber in the league she was the the female who had the fourth pick uh she was picking up the kids at school so we can understand why she had to go ahead and you know send us a voicemail so amber good luck to you this year with the fourth pick as we said for her she's the one looking at girly julio players like that but here on the Falk show we just we had the draft order edition for california gamers the league i've been in for 13 seasons. It's been going on since 2000 on Yahoo. Shout out to Yahoo Fantasy. You'd also be a great sponsor. We wouldn't have called as many people that could answer. A lot of people are busy. They didn't expect this, so it's a bit of a surprise. And kind of see where they're feeling, their pick, you know, how they feel about getting eight, nine, or 10, or two, or three, and, and where they think they're going to go from here. So, California Gamers is the league I care a lot about. And a uh, person on the show today, Ernesto Casillas, been in the league a few years. As we talked about, his sales grew, understands value in people, understands value in players, which to me is all fantasy football. Opportunity meets success in terms of fantasy football. So Ernesto, here on your second edition on the What the Fall Show, your second appearance, what's the last thing you want to say goodbye to listeners anything out there? Last thing I want to say is good luck this fantasy season. Stay away from DeMonte Freeman. Stay away from Cam Newton. Always draft the best player on the uh, on the board. It's been a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me on What the Fall Show. You know, Absolutely. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you pushing me into this endeavor. So here on the What the Falk Show, we are sponsored by some of the greatest companies, the greatest people in the world. One is American Comfort Limousines. American Comfort Limousines out of Naples, Florida. They can serve you in over 550 cities. They got a 24-7 app online. Go ahead and get some luxury travel next time you want some. And next is Ferris Pizza. Amazing pizza. It's got love in it. I love pizza. I've had a lot of it. I'm not telling you. I mean, I do. I know the owner, yes, but Ferris Pizza is amazing. Check out Ferris Pizza next time you're in Bakersfield, California. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen, whether through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod directory facebook my wtf show twitter my wtf show instagram my wtf show usually i conduct interviews with people from entertainment sports fitness many different areas what i've done is i interviewed my friends and people who are in my league that i've been in for so long and few out there it's relatable relatable conversation we talk to your friends but oh what pick do you have who you picking here so now you kind of saw into the r and the way we do things and how we do it and i could tell you i don't know how many podcasts or online radio shows who do interviews are having you know sessions or or uh special episodes like that so this is connor falk i appreciate you listening i really have a good time doing this hopefully that comes through the microphone have a great week have a great falcon week after that i will be talking to you soon with another great guest and some more witty conversational humor